The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. back everybody to another episode of mlb dfs quick hits your friday september 11th edition 10 games on tap tonight wild slate last night we could talk about that slate last night for a long time but i'd like to let it go because my goodness it was just insanity uh we knew that the weather was bad in new york that took place then there was sketchy weather in chicago and then dustin may goes one inning chris paddock goes two innings uh, it was craziness. Uh, Alcantara had no defense behind him. Ended up getting giving up six runs, three earned. Got you 10 DK points. And guys in the Slack chat, the free one on uh, Fantasy Sports Degens, if you'd like to get in, let me know. They're saying that no one scored. I didn't look into it, but they said they looked into it and no one scored more points than Alcantara on the mound last night. So it was just pure craziness, absolute craziness all over the place. I saw guys score like um, they said 81 points cashed in uh, 50-50s last night. It was just <clears throat> wild all over the board. And uh, notch it up to craziness in baseball. <clears throat> we had, um, you know, two nights ago, 29 runs by the Braves. Last night, just pitchers going one and two innings. And just, yeah, September baseball, 2020, fun, fun times. It's going to be a wild last couple weeks here of the baseball season. But, again, 10 games on tap tonight. There is some day baseball. There's some doubleheaders. The Yankees and Orioles will play their double dip. And a few other early games on the day, but the slate starts at 8.05 Eastern. So keep that in mind. 10 games from 8.05 Eastern on is your main slate on both sites, FanDuel and DraftKings. So keep that in mind. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> but um, it should be a fun one. We have some really good pitching on tap, but then a lot of value. with digging into this slate on DraftKings. The Angels are ridiculously cheap in Coors. There's actually some very good Rockies value as well. Um, the the Pirates and Royals are, are nice value. There's a lot of value on this slate. So when we start talking pitching, you can definitely get a couple aces if you really want to, especially for cash games. And we'll get to that in just a second. But let's talk totals on this slate tonight. Pirates, Royals, total of nine. A's, Rangers, nine and a half. Phillies, Marlins, total of eight. Cubs, Brewers, eight and a half. Waiting on Indians and Twins. Uh, Tigers, White Sox, nine. Reds, Cardinals, eight and a half. Angels, Rockies, Coors, Field, total of 12. Giants, Padres, 9. Waiting on Mariners, D-backs. There's some interesting pitching moves in that one. So definite places, like I said, to attack the bats. Definite places where we're going to get some really strong pitching as well. 
So let's get into the pitching. You have four guys over 10K. You have five guys 9,800 and above. Actually, you only have four because Garrett Cole doesn't count anymore. He's a part of a doubleheader, so he's not on this slate. Uh, but you have Shane Bieber, 11,000 at the Minnesota Twins. So he's in the dreaded Minnesota Twins target field, the powerful Minnesota Twins. And Bieber's been outstanding. We know this. He's been great. He's faced the Twins twice this year, thrown 14 innings, struck out 23 Twins, given up only two earned runs over those 14 innings for a 37.8 per game average. He's averaging over 33 DK points per game per start. He has 28 or more in three straight starts. The dude is an electric factory on the bump. 11,000 against the Twins. It's dicey. Since Donaldson's come back, he's been very, very good. But Shane Bieber's been that good. Twins like striking out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching on the season. 202 ISO is pretty darn good, though. 333 well, but not bad. Not great, but not bad. So if you want to go the Biebs at 11,000, he's probably going to come in low-owned facing the Twins. You could definitely look that direction if you choose. He is in play. But the most more likely player in action tonight will be Lucas Giolito, 10-5 at home against the Detroit Tigers, a team you can pick apart. Um, Giolito had one start against them, seven shutout innings, three hits, 13 Ks for 43 DK points against the Detroit Tigers. He scored 20 or more points in four straight starts. He's only had one start over his last eight where he didn't get you at least 20 points. So he's been very, very effective, very strong floor, much, much, quote-unquote, safer matchup then Bieber versus Minnesota. Bieber will come in much lower owned, so it makes it intriguing to go to the Biebs. But when you look at Detroit, striking out 28.3% of the time versus righties with a 233 average and a 300 Woba, something you can definitely attack when you want to look at pitching. So Giolito at 10-5, I give him the bump over Bieber, which is crazy to think about because Bieber is the better pitcher. But just matchup-wise, save $500, put Giolito in cash, Bieber and GPPs for sure with that uh, matchup and lower ownership. And then Kenta Maeda, $10,200 at home against the Cleveland Indians. Maeda's been electric this year as well. He's faced Cleveland twice, 11 innings, 13 Ks, only allowing one run on a solo shot, averaging 26 points per start against the Indians. He's been great, basically 20 or more points in um, five straight starts, and he's got 20 or more points in seven of his eight starts this season. So been very, very consistent, very, very solid. You know, he's only thrown 91 pitches the last two starts. He hasn't thrown more than – he threw 115 that when he was trying to get the no-no. Other than that – 91's been his max. So he doesn't go super deep. He's going to get you about six innings. That's always a concern with Maeda um, when you're paying up for that price point. You want that guy that doesn't have that limit. He seems to have six innings and, you know, 90-ish pitches is where they have him locked in. So that's something to keep in mind. Cleveland striking out 24% of the time, 225 average, 144 ISO, 307, Woba versus righties. So they struggle tremendously versus righties. Maeda's a really strong play. 10-2 is a steep price tag. I don't mind him in cash because his floor is so great. Gilito Maeda combo in cash is outstanding. It's expensive, but I mentioned there's tons of value we'll get to, especially Coors Field value. I know they're facing Herman Marquez, but Marquez has an ERA over seven at home this season compared to two eight on the road. So the Angels value will be worth it tonight. So Gilito Maeda, if you can go into a game with two guys, you know, averaging twenty to twenty five points a start, giving you a forty to fifty plus point head start on things. That is how you build cash game lineups. That is how you do it. Then we just find the nice, solid value floors. That's what we will do today as well. Now, if you don't feel comfortable coming all the way up top here, because, again, Bieber, 11K, awesome. Julito Maeda, very strong plays. Captain Obvious stuff there. You can slide on down. You can look at guys like Adam Wainwright, who's been actually really, really strong this year. 8800 bucks. He's at home against the Cincinnati Reds, the Cincinnati team he faced a little while back. Seven innings, two earned, four Ks for 16 DK points. 
He has 21 and 37 and a half in his last two starts. He's got a really good floor of 16 or more in um in five of his six starts this year. So that makes him cash game viable as well. You prefer the the ceiling, but we've seen 20 plus and two straight, which is obviously very very nice to look at with Wayno. But facing Cincinnati, striking almost 25 percent of the time versus righties with a 210 average, 312 wOBA. Wayno at 88 is a very cash viable play. Not sure he's got the GPP ceiling again. He does have a 31 pointer here recently. But more often than not, he's been in that 16-ish range this season. So um, look at Wayno at 88 for a nice cash game play if you want to save some money at the pitcher's position. You can you compare Wayno up with uh, Giolito very, very nicely on tonight's slate. Going down a little farther, you look at the likes. There's not much. I'm just going to say it. It's, it's a very top-heavy night. The other pitch, pitcher I really like if you're going to punt is Yusei Kikuchi, preferably in a GPP. But if you want to get all the bats, you could do it in cash with a Giolito with the Maeda, I like the idea in a GPP going Bieber and Kikuchi. I think that's very good, but Kikuchi can match up with any of the big dogs up top. He's coming off a very strong start his last time out. He has not faced the Arizona Diamondbacks this season, but Kikuchi, 17 or more points in two straight starts. He has six or more Ks um, in uh, back-to-back starts. He has five or more in three straight, five or more in four of five. He has um, 17 or more points in three of his last five. It's more of a when he's not walking guys, when he's locating things, he's been very effective. Similar to Maeda, though, 89 pitches his last time out. you got to watch what he does here, 89, 81, 89, 95. That's been kind of his repertoire. So five to six innings for Kikuchi is where he's at. People will see the 5-2-3 ERA, and they're going to panic. You look at his it, – go deeper with Kikuchi. 5-2-3 ERA, but he's got like a, a below three FIP, a barely over three X FIP, so he's been a little unlucky. He's uh, Before his last two starts, we gave up home runs in each start. He had to give him a home run all year. He's barely getting barreled up on the season. Very interesting uh, pitching option with Kikuchi. At sixty two hundred dollars, and and the more important thing, I guess, is he's fa- he's facing an Arizona Diamondbacks team that we love to pick on. When they face left-handed pitching, they're uh, striking out a whopping. That is not what we wanted to go there. Um, first, first left-handed pitching. Update the page, fan graphs, and we are just lost it right now. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. That is what we want to do. Um, there we go. All right. Arizona Diamondbacks, when they are facing left-handed pitching, striking out over 21, almost 22% of the time, 214 average, 105 ISO, so very little power, 265 Woba. So they're not striking out a ton, but they're also not hitting the ball very hard. You got Christian Walker is mainly your, your main source of Kevin Cronkrack's lineup, sure, but they're really not doing much of the plate, period. So feel free to take a look at uh, Kikuchi at 62 as a punt on today's action. So Kikuchi's your punt. Wayno at 88 in the middle is somebody you could definitely take a look at in cash. And if you want to in GPPs, sure. But it's uh, it's Bieber and GPPs, Gilito, Maeda, and cash. Obviously, you can go them in GPPs as well. But those are your cash pitchers up top. Lots to like at the position tonight. Very top-heavy, but very strong pitching position. Catcher's position tonight is where you're going to start uh, deciding if you want to spend money. But you're probably going to usually save in this range. I'm just going to get off the big boys up top. You know, they've been doing well. But I will save at the catcher's position tonight. You can look at guys like uh, Joey Bart versus Tre- uh, Garrett Richards at 35. That's somewhere I'd start. Bart's really starting to get it going. Still looking for that first home run, but he's showing you his hit tool, hitting for average. And he's hitting the ball extremely hard. So eventually it's going to start all clicking there with Joey Bart at 3,500. Enjoy him. I have a very good feeling when we talk about him next year on Quick Kids. He's going to be in that top you know, 10 priced catchers pretty regularly with Joey Bart. Uh, Jacob Stallings at 3K versus Bubik. I like a lot. Pittsburgh and Kansas City. It's not the sexiest of games. I did mention the game totals at nine in that one. It's a game that we can attack both left-handed pitchers. I prefer the pirate side of it 
but there's lots of values on both sides of the equation. Uh, Pirates have a 4.4 team total. Royals have a 4.6 team total. Uh, lefties hitting 438, righties 322 off Bubik. So you can definitely have some fun there. Jacob Stallings at 3K, someone to attack. And then it's just kind of finds your values that come out. Uh, like if Max Stassi's catching for the for the Angels, he's 2600. Uh, ben Boom's cheap for the Angels if he's catching. I like other cheap Angels. I might not get as you know. I, I like other cheap Angels that actually are producing right now. Let's put it that way. So you could look that way. But uh, Dalton Varsho at 2300. I know it's lefty lefty there. Keep him in mind. Uh, Kelly for Arizona is 23 as well. If you're not using a Gakuchi, uh, Cam Gallagher of Kansas City is only 2200. So he can be a punt. Tucker Barnhart's only 22. If Stevenson's catching for Cincinnati, he's 21. There's tons of punts at catcher. See what comes out in lineups. You might be able to pay up if you save elsewhere. Like Grandolvers, Casey Mice is interesting at 53, but I prefer not to pay up at catcher if we don't have to. First base position, now he gets to start having some fun. Yeah, Jose Bravers, Mize at 55. You can go there if you choose, but uh, I looked at guys like Matty Olson versus Garcia at uh, 5K in a GPP. Olson went deep on Thursday. If the average isn't there this year, but the uh, the power has definitely been there. So Olsen at 5K, worth a look in that one for GPPs only. But um, you can go down to the 4K and below if you really want to save some cash. There's a lot down here to like. You know, GPPs, we got Milwaukee facing the lefty Lester. Jed Jericho, first base, third base eligible at 3,900. He's been swinging a pretty decent stick of late. Hitting 393 over his last 10 with five home runs, averaging 10.4 over his last 10. He's been very, very productive, showing a lot of power. We know how he loves to hit lefties uh, in his matchup. Brewers have a 4.65 team total. Lefties 352, righties 345 off Lester. So Jed Jericho in a GPP is definitely a live play. Uh, Hunter Dozier's only 38 versus Brault. Get behind that for sure. Mentioned Christian Walker earlier. He's 37. Um, there's definite uh, options to be had down here, but it gets even better. Brandon Bell's only 3,300 versus uh, Trevor Richards. I don't understand what DraftKings is doing with these pricings. Brandon Bell is just smoking the baseball. He really, really is. So it's tough to see. Lefty's hitting 361, righty's 330 off Garrett Richards. So Brandon Belt at 3,300 bucks is just ridiculously cheap in this uh, matchup tonight. But wait, there's more. The, the, the play that everyone should be playing, especially in cash, which makes no sense to me, this price tag, but I'm going to say this about Angels players a lot, is Jared Walsh at 2500 bucks, The power-hitting lefty homeward for his second straight game yesterday. He's at 12 or more points in three straight games. He has 12 or more points in four of his last five games. He is crushing the baseball. I wrote the uh, values article at Rotoballer today. He's 100% in that values article. He is just doing everything right over his last seven games, hitting for power, a great plate discipline. He's doing it all, 2500 bucks in Coors. Versus Ramon Marquez does not make any sense to me at all. I don't care if your, your track record is not great. He's at least 3,500. Like 2,500 is just asinine for Coors Field. Second base position, uh, you got Keston Hurd versus Lester. Like I, I love attacking Lester. So like a Milwaukee stack, bringing it back with an Angel stack that's affordable to put with some big-time pitching is something that could very much be in play tonight. There's a lot of ways to go tonight, lots of ways. So don't like knock that in as the best option. But it's an intriguing one because no one plays Milwaukee because they've struggled so much. Everyone's going to play the value angels, but then you can get to the high price pitching and really do some damage. So there's a lot of ways to attack this slate. Keston here at 53 versus Lester should go pretty much overlooked this uh, this uh, this evening. Whit Merrifield at 45 is another one I like. Second base outfield eligible. I love Whit, Whit in general, but going up against Stephen Brault in this matchup at 45, I can be a fan of that uh, in a big, big way. So get behind him. Wilmer Flores, Donovan Solano, if you're stacking the Giants, their options versus Richards. Jake Cronenworth's 4K versus Cueto, um, but then another cheap 
Coors play. It's time for the Rockies. Ryan McMahon's only thirty nine hundred bucks against Griffin Canyon. Griffin Canyon's been horrific. I mentioned how you know Kikuchi's got the high ERA and the FIP and XFIP are lower and kind of back being unlucky. Well, Canyon's got the higher ERA and a higher FIP and XFIP, so he's just been bad. And lefties are hitting him, righties are hitting him, everyone's hitting him, and now he has to go to Coors Field. So Ryan McMahon at thirty nine hundred bucks in a matchup for the Rockies have a six point fourteen total. Lefties three hundred eight, righties three thirty five versus Canyon. McMahon at thirty nine hundred bucks, nice value. In his matchup this evening, Seattle's going to be interesting. They play Caleb Smith. Caleb Smith taking his first uh, start for the D-backs. It's going to be interesting to see how he uh, performs. He's kind of been banged up. Hasn't done a whole lot this season. Lefties too. Um, like, well, DraftKings says Caleb Smith. Other places say Alex Young. Either way, it's a lefty. So the moral of my story is Ty France at 38 can be a value in a GPP for you. Second base, third base. Eligible. Dylan Moore, second base outfield for Seattle versus uh, Smith or Young at 36, a very good value. He's hitting everybody well. So Dylan Moore at 36 is another strong play. Again, tons of value to make a at least a catch lineup with some big times arms, if not a nice GPP lineup. So there's uh, there's lots and lots of stuff there. Ben Keller, um, get me your email. D, I'll get with you after the show, but give me your email. Um. If you go down a little farther past Dylan Moore, you got the likes of um, a few punts. You're like Luis Rengifo of LA's 3K. I like some other Angels punts better. Rengifo's there. We're sitting towards the top of the order. It could elevate things in the desire to play him. But he's 3K if you're looking for a cheapie at the position. But uh, there's a lot to like uh, in that 3 to three to 4K range a second. Uh, third base, you got Machado at 57. Went deep again last night. He's just money. If you want to stack against Cueto, I get it. Cueto's been that guy that he's he hasn't gotten shelled very often. But he's been hittable. He doesn't go deep into games. He's kind of a, a, a weird guy to attack. Uh, the, the Padres have a team total around five. Lefty's three seventy three. Righty's two sixty four against Cueto. So he's he's like he's a, he's done well. Like he hasn't been just you know, complete garbage. He's one of those guys that he might give up three or four runs. So like you want to attack him, but he doesn't give you enough fantasy value. Like if you're hitting against him, so it's it's a weird dynamic. You basically have to take him deep, or you're not going to accumulate enough points to make it worth your while very often. Uh, but going down farther. You got Tommy Edmond versus Luis Castillo at 52. I think that's very, very intriguing in his matchup. But Anthony Rendon, see, this is – he's only 49 in Coors. Like, he should be 49 on the road in, like, Pawtucket or in Buffalo or in Tampa Bay. He's 4900 bucks in Coors. I just don't wrap my head around what this pricing is here with the Angels. But uh, Rendon is a great play at that price point. Just a very, very strong play. Uh, Longo's been hitting well. He's 4,400. Josh Donaldson at 41 versus Beavers. An interesting GPP play. But then again, you got Castro at 39. Uh, you can take advantage, or Jericho at 30, 39, I believe. My bad. Jed Jericho at 39 versus Lester. Ty France at 38. Two guys we mentioned already. But Mikel Franco at 35 was a strong value against Stephen Brault. Franco's been hitting cleanup for the Royals and swinging a good stick at 325 over his last 10 games. Put up a 30 spot um, yesterday, 11 points a couple days before that. He's, a, he's got some big-time upside, hitting 271 on the season. Mikel frickin' Franco, 3500 bucks. That's impressive stuff. Cabrian Hayes, only 3K versus Bubik is a very strong value. The kid's been raking since he's got called up his first seven games. He's hit safely in five of seven, four extra base hits. Plate discipline's really, really strong. His quality of contact, his barrel rates, his hard hit rates, very, very strong. So 3K for Cabrian Hayes versus Bubik is a very nice look. Matt Ice of the Los Angeles Angels, third base outfit eligible, 2,700. I'm not running to play him so much as I would be playing, you know, our boy Walsh at first base, but Ice, another value if you want to go 
that direction. Shortstop positioning at Tatis. Trevor Story and Coors only 58. That is phenomenal because Griffin Canyon is not good. Not good right now. He's broken. He should have had surgery. Should have had surgery. So Story at 58 is very, very nice. you got Tim Anderson who's strong in his matchup as well as 57. Just give me Story for 100 bucks more. Just do it. That's the way to go. Um, if you're going to save some cash, though, you can slide on down a little farther. Uh, Marcus Simeon at 41 is an interesting play if you're stacking the A's. Oh, my God. I missed this one earlier. Andrelton Simmons is only 3900 bucks versus Marquez. Andrelton Simmons hitting 341 over his last 10 games, double digits in two straight, multi-hit games in back-to-back games. Um, he's hit safely in four, five, six, eight of his last 10, and seven of his last nine games he's got double-digit hits. So Andrelton Simmons at 39 and Coors is very strong in that matchup. Another very, very nice value for the Halos. Um, if you're going farther down, like Adalberto Montes, he's actually been swinging it really well of late, which is really weird to say. He's 2800 bucks as a nice value at the shortstop position as well. Heading to the outfield, you got Trout and Coors at 6K. It's about the only price tag they got right with the Angels. Maybe it should be 65 actually, so maybe they got it wrong. But Trout to 6K is good. Blackman, obviously, at 58 is a strong play. But if you want to be different, Yastrzemski against Richards at 55 is a nice pivot off of that because he could destroy Richards in a big, big way. Um, if you're stacking Milwaukee, don't forget Yellick versus Lester. Yellick's been a massive disappointment. There's no hiding that. But still, over, averaging over 10 points in his last 10 games, hopefully gets it going here down the stretch. Can hit lefty, so that would be an interesting way to differentiate your Milwaukee exposure. Uh, Eloy Jimenez, Lubob, 51 and 5K. Give me Lubob at 5K over the two. Trent Grisham, 48 if you're stacking San Diego. Grisham's expensive, but he's definitely a, a nice piece of a stack because no one will own him at that price point. Ian Happ only 46 versus Woodruff. I like that quite a bit. Happ is just crushing everything right now. Going into Milwaukee, Woodruff's an interesting pitcher, GPP viable, but Ian Happ at 46 has his upside as well. Mentioned Whit Merrifield earlier at 45. I like that one quite a bit. Uh, one to keep an eye on there. Going farther down, though, you got the likes of um, you know Eddie Rosario versus Bieber. Probably not going there. Will Myers versus Cueto. I like the way Will Myers is playing. If you want to in a GPP, sure, but I'm not in love with it. Uh, Kyle Schwarber is very strong. If Garrett Hampson makes the lineup at 41, that's a strong value versus Canning. Uh, Alex Dickerson at 41 versus Richards. If you're stacking the Giants, A. Dick is in play. Going below 4K now, Kevin Pillar in Coors only 38. That's a definite play if he's in the lineup. He's going to smoke Griffin Canning. I like that a lot. Uh, Ryan Mel Tapia, hopefully leading off for Colorado, only 3,700. So, again, Coors feel cheap. Matt Kemp's only 3,600 in Coors. It gets better and better, folks. Sam Hilliard's only 3,500. So you have four outfielders here below 4K for the Rockies. So if you're not named Charlie Blackman, you're cheap in the Rockies outfield against a very bad pitcher. Uh, Dylan Moore at 36 mentioned him as being very, very strong. Um, other than that, I got Jesse Winker versus Wayno at 35 if you want to. I respect Wayno enough, but GPP Winker could do some damage for you. Um, you know, Jake Cave, not, not versus Bieber. You go below 3K, though. And it's a ridiculously smorgasbord of value. David Dahl has been activated from the IL. See if he's in the lineup. He's 2,800, 2,800 versus Griffin Canning. That's one to keep your eye on. Um, a couple others to keep an eye on in this matchup. Um, I mentioned Matt Theis earlier. Probably not running to play that. But like Mauricio Dubon's heating up. He's 2,700 in his matchup. Um, Avisil Garcia should be back in the lineup. Yes, he is. Put up a 24 spot yesterday. He's been struggling. There's no sugarcoating that with Abby. But he's taken 270 over his last 10 games. He loves hitting left-handed pitching, and he's $2,700 versus John Lester. So that's a fun one for you there. But wait, there's more. Edward Olivares of the Kansas City Royals hit safely in all seven games since getting traded over to the Royals from the 
um, Padres, and he had 17 points yesterday, 17 and 15 in his last two. He has 12 or more in five of his last seven games, a.k.a. the games he's been with the Royals. He's 2600 bucks and gets Stephen Brault tonight. That's a strong look for you. Um, wait, let's see if there's any more. There probably is. Like Joe Adele and Coors, 2500 He's been really bad, but 2500 bucks for Adele and Coors. You have my attention. You have my attention. Uh, Timmy LaCasha versus Kikuchi, hopefully leading off for Arizona at 2500 bucks, Can get on and steal some bags. Interesting option there. So there is definitely plays to be had below 3K on a lot of positions. So keep an eye on that. There's probably even more down here. Like you can scroll. You can make arguments for certain guys, not great ones, but there are options at the outfield position at most positions below 3K. The pricing is very odd tonight. It allows you to get the big pitchers. Let's recap the pitchers. Bieber at 11K. Viable in all formats. Prefer him in GPP with the low ownership versus Twins. Gilito and Maeda. Gilito will be my go-to gas game play. Save 500 bucks. Better matchup at home. So on and so forth. But you can go Gilito. You can go Maeda. Just realize Maeda. Pitch count's always low. Five, six innings. That's just what he's been doing. Wayno at 8,800 bucks does bring some upside to you. At a cheaper price point for cash. A little bit of GPP appeal. And then Kikuchi's your punt at 62. That's where I target things there. When you're looking at stacking them up tonight, obviously Coors is in play. Like I hate being a go-to Coors guy, but when you look at the pricing, when you look at the matchups, especially the Rockies versus Canning, they're affordable. Canning's bad. Like This should be a real recipe for success, obviously. Um, the Angels get to play Marquez, who's a better pitcher, but I, I mentioned in Coors, ERA over 7 at home compared to 2-8 on the road, and they're extremely cheap, extremely cheap. Like Walsh should be like a go-to for me at twenty five hundred. I just I love that play. Um, so Angels and Rockies obviously stack them up tonight. White Sox versus Mice is interesting because Mice has not been good. Doesn't go deep into games. Then you got Detroit bullpen versus really good White Sox offense. So you, like the White Sox are priced better than the Rockies are. That is just tells you where this it's, it blows my mind. I, I know I sound repetitive here, but like how do you screw up a product so good? But uh, White Sox versus Casey Mize is is definitely there tonight. Other ones to take take in mind, Brewers versus Leicester has my attention. Brewers bats been super inconsistent, but Leicester's been bad, so I can go there. Pirates Royals for some value in their matchup with Brawlton Bubik is another one to, to, to possibly attack this evening. And then other than that, you're going to take your shots in, in certain ones here and there, but it's hard to avoid Coors tonight. I really hate that. I really hate just saying play Coors, but that's where you're at tonight. Mariners uh, late night versus the lefty Young or uh, Caleb Smith is very, very intriguing as well. Uh, ben Keller, if you could type in your Twitter address or Twitter name, I will get to you after the show and uh, get you into the Slack chat. But that'll do it for today. Housekeeping notes, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions, hit me up there. I will uh, help you the best I can. Just at me or whatever on there, and I'll make it work for you. Also, if you'd like to give a rating review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. It'll help the podcast out a ton. That's uh, all I ask for when doing this, doing a rating and review there. You can always watch the videos on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Just give a like and share over at Rotoballer's YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to join the Rotoballer Premium Slack chat, premium tools, premium articles, use promo code Bubba for 10% off over there. I hope everybody has a great week and a, a very successful Friday night on the Diamond. I'll be back with you on Monday as we have a couple weeks of baseball left. But good luck. Stay safe out there. Enjoy your weekend. And let's make some green screens. I'll catch you guys later.